Did you know that when you use the Spendthrift Trust, there is no tax on any investment income? And I'm going to show you how that works now. But before I do that, I need to do a disclaimer to state that I am not a licensed tax or legal advisor. I don't give tax, legal, or accounting advice. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult with your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors before engaging in any transaction. Let me just quickly introduce myself. My name is Don Thornton. I'm a 21-year real estate investor here in Florida. Um, you know, humbly speaking, I'm the best damn short sale investor in the country. Uh, on the internet, you can find me as Don the Short Sale Guy. I flipped over 3,500 foreclosures in my career, and I own this trust. So let's talk about the types of investment income that you can, uh, you know, bring the, you can bring into the trust. Okay, you have any kind of investment like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, things like that. Secondly, any rental income. So if you own, um, you know, if you own rental property, uh, you know, duplex, triplex, quad press, commercial, whatever you have, you know, uh, multifamily, the rents that come in are considered, you know, passive income and they come right to the trust. Any lease income. Okay. So if you own equipment, if you own, uh, you know, commercial building, whatever, any, any, any type of lease income comes in is passive income for the trust. Limited partnership profit sharing. Let's say if you're in a syndication and you have your, um, you know, you have uh, your trust is a, is, has a share in that and you get paid a K-1 distribution, that's limited partner profit sharing. That's also investment income. Any kind of royalties. So you have, you know, book, film, uh, uh, you have oil, mineral, gas, water, any kind of those types of rights, or excuse me, royalties, they come in. And of course, any kind of real estate, crypto, Forex, things like that. Those are the types of investment income that the trust can handle. So just a reminder as a review, this is a non-grantor, irrevocable, complex discretionary spendthrift trust. That's very important because the way that this trust is is allowed to not have any in any tax on the passive income that comes into the trust is because this trust is set up in a way to allow it to be compliant with the part of the tax code that allows that to happen so remember passive income that comes into this trust is not taxable income i just gave you six forms or six types of passive income that can come into your trust and it won't be taxable. Now, like I just said uh, a few minutes ago, the U.S. tax code allows this trust to declare any passive income to not be considered income. And you might be asking yourself, well, how does that how, how is that possible? Well, this trust is 100 percent compliant with IRS code 643B. I'm going to read this section that has to do with income from the tax code, which says for purposes of this subject and subparts B, C and D, the term income would not preceded by the words taxable, distributable net, undistributed net or gross means the amount of income of the state or trust for the taxable year determined under the terms of the governing instrument and applicable local law. Items of gross income constituting extraordinary dividends which the fiduciary acting in good faith determines to be allocable to corpus under the terms of the governing instrument and applicable local law shall not be considered income. All right. So here's the, here's the uh, uh, requirements. Number one, it has to be, all the money has to come into the corpus of the trust. In other words, the trust bank account, 
the fiduciary, which is the um, uh, trustee of the trust, you know, can determine that this is this income is considered an extraordinary dividend. And by doing that, that means it is for tax purposes is no longer considered income. All right. Now, on the capital gains side, uh, it, it's very clear as well. It says gains from the sale or exchange of capital assets shall be excluded to the extent that such gains are allocated to corpus and are not paid, credited or required to be distributed to any beneficiary during the taxable year. So it's very important. This is a complex trust. It's not a simple trust. So the, as, as a complex trust, it's not required to distribute. And that's important for it to be uh, in compliance with this code, IRS code 643B. Now, it's all well and good for me to quote from the tax code, but I want to show you how, how, how this is reflected on a tax return. So if you look here, this is a tax return uh, 2021 for a trust. And I'm going to show you that all the income, the royalties and partnerships, all that other stuff comes in at 937,632. But when we go to the deductions part, you can see where it says very clearly, non-grantor, irrevocable, complex, discretionary, spendthrift trust. And the trustee name or declares an extraordinary dividend according to allocated corpus per IRS code 643B. And $749,000 approximately is the amount that is declared as an extraordinary dividend. And you can see there's other deductions here. So what happens is, is that money that would be taxable normally is now considered a deduction after it's been declared an extraordinary dividend, which means when you go here, I'll show you how this works. So you've got the, the uh, deductions here in line, and then you can see on the lower arrow, that the tax the total tax is zero you see how that works so what normally would have been taxable income after being declared an extraordinary dividend is now just considered a deduction and the trust tax return zeros out every year no tax so let's talk about the passive income trail how does this work like i just showed you with the tax code and the and the in the uh, uh tax return Whatever source your passive income is, and we went over that earlier, that money is going to come directly into your trust bank account. And it just keeps, you know, keeps uh, growing and growing and growing. Obviously, you can use that money for trust expenses and so on and so forth. But at the end of the tax year, the trustee declares that money to be an extraordinary dividend. The SIN 41 tax return is filed and the tax return is zeroed out. So how does this work with different types of passive income? Well, let's talk about rental income, for example. So you, if you, you, know, you have existing rental property, you would sell that to the trust. So you have a bill of sale and a deed, because remember it's, uh, in real estate, it has to be a deed, but there also needs to be a bill of sale to establish the value. All right, so then I'm sure you have an existing lease, so you would need to redo the lease with your tenant to make sure that the trust is now the owner of the property. So the, the, you work like normally, the rents come into your trust bank account. And then at the end of the year, as trustee, you declare that all that, all that rental income to be an extraordinary dividend at the end of the tax year. And that stays inside your trust and there's no tax. All right, let's talk about lease income. It's very simple. It's very similar. Uh, you sell your equipment, property or business assets into the trust 
through a bill of sale or a deed if it's real estate. And then again, you redo the lease with the trust as the owner of the property and the trust. Le uh, okay, so on on a business, if you're selling your business assets, like if you have an LLC or an S Corp, you can sell your company's assets to the trust. And the IRS will allow up to 70% of your business's uh, net income to be used as a in a lease agreement. So, so this is the way it works. LLC or your S Corp sells the assets to uh, its assets to the trust. The trust then does a lease agreement with your company. And then it's like, okay, let's say we have a million dollars of net income, $700,000 a year, the, your company is going to owe the trust in a lease agreement. Okay. So what you're doing is you're basically you're creating an extra, very big expense for your company, which is going to move $700,000 over to your trust, which is going to be declared extraordinary dividend. It's not going to be taxable. Meanwhile, you've reduced your taxable income on your company from a million dollars down to $300,000. Okay. And that 700,000, like I said, is declared an extraordinary dividend, not considered income, and it's not going to be taxable. Okay. For limited partnership profit sharing. So this is, um, if you have a, a lot of people are, have syndication, a lot of apartment syndication, or they have different um, entities that they're in and they own, say, 20% or 30% or whatever, they don't have a majority controlling interest in something. What you want to do is make the trust the owner of whatever shares they are in whatever investment or company you're in. Okay, so instead of you or an LLC, now you make the trust the owner. And in in the um, tax strategies that we have with this trust, you can make the trust up to a 90% limited partner in the LLC. So you can use it for syndications, you know, REITs, and then with your own, you know, with an LLC. So let's go back to that example I had briefly about the LLC with the profit, with, with um, you know, uh, selling its assets to the LLC, uh, to the trust, and then trust doing a $700,000 lease agreement. Well, now that we have $300,000 left over from that example, then 90% of that can be sent over to the trust as a K-1 distribution, which is limited partnership profit sharing, which would mean that the taxable income for your, for your LLC is only $30,000. The rest of it's gone over to the trust as a, a limited partnership profit sharing, a K-1. And so again, you declare it to be a passive income. I mean, the passive income is declared an extraordinary dividend by you as a trustee, and it's no longer considered income. All right. So now talking about just regular investment income. So let's say you have a Charles Schwab account or you have Fidelity. You have some kind of an account where you've got investments in. And it can be, it can, you know, it can be stocks, it can be bonds, it can be anything that you are investing in. Right. So all you do is change your existing account to the trust. So the most important thing is you want that money to be tied to your trust EIN number. That's crucial. Other than that, you operate as normal. You, you know, write it out, you know, and um, any gains or losses are tied to the trust. And the most important thing to remember is that the trustee, again, declares all that money that comes in the trust as an extraordinary dividend at the end of the tax year, and it's not considered income. Royalties. Okay. Same thing. I mean, I have a lot of clients in, in Texas and in the Southwest of us that have oil rights, they have mineral rights. And so 
All you need to do is change the ownership of those rights from them or their LLC to the trust. And then after that, once everything is set up and we help you do that, then that royalty income is directly deposited into your trust bank account. So, you know, what kind of royalties are we talking about? Well, it can be, like I said, oil, gas, water, air, mineral rights, book, film, movie royalties, whatever is considered a royalty is passive income. And that can now go in directly to your trust account. And of course, again, this is a, I'm, I'm repeating myself for a reason here, just to make you understand how this works. At the end of the year, you as trustee declares that passive income to be an extraordinary dividend and it's not considered income. So how does the trust handle capital gains? Well, it's very similar. And I, I, you know, I'm just going to go here and, and show you where capital gains can happen. So if you take profit on stock, that can be considered capital gains. Crypto, if you have crypto and you decide to liquidate some of that and put it into, into paper money, then you know that's, that's a capital gains tax event. If you're a trader, if you have Forex, whenever you're taking profit, normally that's considered a capital gains tax event. But because of 643B, and I'll just repeat this, gains from the sale or exchange of capital assets shall be excluded to the extent that such gains are allocated to corpus and are not paid, credited, or required to be distributed to any beneficiary during the taxable year. So you make the asset or the account a property or tied to the trust. When you take profit, the money comes directly to the, to the trust bank account. It's allocated to corpus. And then at the end of the year, you as trustee declare that to be an extraordinary dividend. All right, so let's compare with the trust and without the trust. Okay, with the trust, your investment income is not taxed. Without the trust, all profit or income is taxable. With the trust, you have 100% lawsuit-proof asset protection because it has a spendthrift provision, which I remind you is strong enough to stop imminent domain lawsuits in their tracks. Okay, so you have very limited asset protection when it comes, you know, outside the trust. Now, all that money that comes into your trust, let's say 20% of it or more up to 37% sometimes, that money would normally be taxed. Well, now because that money is not taxable, that comes into your trust, your trust has more money to reinvest in other projects. But without the trust, you have less money because all that money is going to tax. So let's talk about what I'm going to say your call to action is. The ball's in your court. I want you to set up a free strategy session with me at my Calendly link here, calendly.com slash Don Thornton slash 30 minute, you know, 30 M-I-N. I'll get you a free strategy session. We'll go over what your situation is like, and I can show you how this trust can help you save a ton of money on taxes. And as a bonus, protect your assets 100% from lawsuits, as long as you don't do something stupid like fraudulently convey your assets. But that's a different video. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate you know watching my content and learning about how this amazing trust is. And that's my goal is to educate you on how this works. Thank you again.